Listener discretion is always advised. <laughs> it's Friday. Can I please show you what successful programming sounds like? I like slow motion. Come man. on, man. Slow motion, man. Come on, man. Four hundred dollars. Dollars. Beat. Beat. Four hundred. Da. Dollar. I ain't tripping off all this, man. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. We it ain't tripping. Motion. Slow motion better than no motion anyway. Like, what you talking about, dog? Like, slow motion come on, man. No motion, man. Okay, slow motion is better than no motion. And obviously, these two young steppers, they can't read. But I do know one thing, and that's... This is for masters, this technique. Friday. You ready to fuck some shit up? My name is Justice, and this is my podcast. I call it The Peace. Let's get it. Like, we didn't create welfare. We were handed it. But welfare gave us all that we needed to say, fuck that nigga. And then we wonder why we have to return our children to their fathers, which is the prison system. Because the government is your baby daddy. Now give us our son. We fed him through food stamps. We housed him through HUD and Section 8. We the baby daddy. Give us our child. And we, they get to the point where they come collect. And now we look and it's a pandemic. And it's an epidemic of melanated men in the prison system. Going back to their daddy. Think about it. From the point of conception, as soon as she starts filling out paperwork, that's not your kid. It's not. You may think it is. You may kind of raise it a little bit. But you just heard what the school system is doing to the children, right? Now, now, just listen to this. Uncle, Uncle Sam, who raised them? via food stamps and welfare and section eight and if we don't do something about it we'll just continue to perpetuate the cycle and i don't talk about what i don't know about because shit i got jammed up because after my life changed i didn't want to let the motherfucking system go when i didn't need it anymore and i got fucked up behind keeping an apartment keeping a section eight apartment thinking to myself if I was ever to be homeless again me and my baby's gonna always have somewhere to go and the motherfucker reported me to welfare and they will there's haters every motherfucking place listen got, I got real fucked up behind that shit I don't talk about what I don't know about baby I'm single mama <sighs> like we didn't create welfare no, we did not. But unfortunately, unfortunately, excuse me. This is the Justice in the Peace podcast. Welcome to the show. Let's reopen this onion. I like slow motion. Come on, man. Slow motion, man. Come on. Four hundred dollars. Dollars. Be. Be win. Four hundred dollars. I 
<laughs> like I'm so we ain't tripping. Slow motion better than no motion. In no motion at all. If that's how long it takes to read one sentence, how fucking long does it take to read a paragraph? I have to ask. And no, no shade on these two young men. Obviously, they spend their time in front of phones just not reading. They like the books with the pictures in them. I mean, say what you want to say about the government, but what the government has completely done to this generation of youth, with the help of a, with a majority of help from parents, I mean, especially mothers, you don't want to give up that Section 8, do you? No, you don't want that. You feel like you are I-N-D-E-P-E -E and the rest of that shit. Because you got Section 8. Because you got low-income housing. But you can't never get no good job, which keeps you in the same vile community it is that is surrounded by the drugs, that is surrounded by the guns, that is surrounded by the alcohol, that is surrounded by the gangs. But since you don't want to actually get out there and do something, it's not you that's going to suffer. It's the children and everybody else around that has partaken upon the laziness of letting the government literally tell you what to do because you think you're getting over on your baby daddy because you paying low rent and because you have found a little a little way to get your little side hustle on and shit like that the truth is you're not even raising your kids nope everything that you getting is being watched i'm pretty sure that as soon as they issue those ebt cards they started to understand more about what us niggas eat about what exactly it is that they need to poison to keep niggas retarded and stupid i hate to say it that way but i had to say it that way and the truth sometimes it doesn't come out eloquently it doesn't come out in a very um, smart way I am NOT a smart man I know grandson but I'm working on that I'm smart enough to know now that these systems have never been put in place to empower anybody that actually signs up to be in any of those systems what they do is basically monitor how far it is that you can go with your life because as long as you live in as long as you live in any subsidized communities you can't have a good job you can't make no good money and you showing the fuck bet not ever think about getting in a relationship and having a man oh no uh-uh not a not a man man no, you gotta be a, what, what, what's the right word, a dyke, a lesbian, a uh, trans, uh, bisexual, uh, uh, questionable, you gotta be everything else but a man to actually successfully even be eligible for a majority of these programs that go straight to the women and there is no oversight on what kind of women these are that are raising these children and obviously 
These two young guys, I don't know who was raised with them, but I do know one thing, they can't read. Which makes no sense. I mean, they both got gold ones on. I mean, they got gold tifuses in their mouth. They got the chain on. My nigga, how you can't read? I don't understand it. I really don't. Like, what if there was, you had to read scripture when you died and you went to heaven? I have to ask, how many niggas would make it? Would you pass that test? In short, can you read? Matter of fact, can you write cursive? What are they teaching these children? I mean, besides the fact that if nature gave you the opportunity at this life in this time of existence, if nature gave you that opportunity to go ahead and say, fuck nature, I'm going against you. Is that what they're teaching these children? I mean, because it is hard all the time, all, all the time, God damn it. But it is complicated. It's a complex thing being a man. It's a complex thing being a woman. Are there struggles involved in both? Yes, but that is what makes us individuals and also stronger. You know, the weaklings cry when it's time to go. That, that, that's the thing. Life will chew you up and spit you out. I don't understand what happened to the sayings that used to get people through some of the hardest times of their life. But then again, I have to always remind myself that I am not a smart man. And even though I'm not a smart man, I do acknowledge the fact that some people like to fuck around like this. Did you get that thing all down? Whoa, my God, what? Wait, hold on, man, what are you talking about? Did you get that thing all down? All down? Yeah, did you get it all down? All down. You talking about the oil change? Yeah. So why don't you just say that? I mean, what the fuck? Every time I come over here, you only gotta take me through this homosexual rigmarole, man, with your terminology, man. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Man, just come on, man. Finish cutting my hair. I can get the fuck up out of here, man. Come on, cuz. I got you. Did you oil it up? Did you get it all oiled down? What the fuck is, you know what? That shit is funny. Shit, I'm at the end now. You want me to get you from the back? Get me from the back. See, this is the fuck I'm talking about. Take this motherfucking K-Bar. Get me from the back. You talking about... See? Yeah, that kind of shit. I mean, hey, some people, they like to fuck around. And hey, when you fuck around, you could find out, but also you might just laugh and fucking around and finding out that's a great thing in life because sometimes you fuck around and you find out some good shit but then again at the time it is that we find ourselves in this timeline of history when you find out some things you also realize that um they are not fucking around with you. The way Martin Luther King had it, where we don't see color, we look at people's character. That's who we are. And yet he, for political gain, because he has failed so much as a president and taken our country so down, he understands the only way he could win is to convince some pretty dumb college kids at that university if they believe him. Well, what a disservice. Uh, that, that, it's a disservice. If they believe that this country is full of 
white supremacists, and that's our number one threat. Um, but look. Grandson, grandson, I know. I know I was getting ready to get right on in that shit, right? Right in between the crevice of the ass cheeks. I mean, this bitch. And yes, if you ever hear this lady, you're a bitch. I mean, to call a whole class of graduates stupid, number one of all, that is dangerous just for you. I mean, I don't know if you know this shit, but there's this thing called the internet where somebody might come along and bop you upside your motherfucking head. But to call a whole gra a whole graduating class of young, young kids, I mean, that's the only thing I can say, young, young people, to call all of them stupid or naive or even suggest that what is being said right now has no truth to it is completely ludicrous. It really is. It really is. White supremacy, yes, it's a threat. But you know what's the biggest threat right now in our, in our culture, in, in the community, the world community? It's you. It's you media motherfuckers. You with the false narratives. You with the fake news. You with the political contributions that you take in your back pocket to support certain people that are actual candidates for a free country by swaying the vote with your personal opinions instead of facts. It is you who are not only stupid, but quite toxic to this environment it is that we find ourselves. I mean, a lot of people want to blame Obama for, for, for Trump winning, but Truthfully, it was the media who blew it out of proportion because if it bleeds, it leads, and if it cries, it flies. So this, what we are about to experience one more time, is going to be, from my perception, one of the biggest election media wars that we have seen so far. And maybe I'm wrong. I truthfully do hope that I'm wrong. But I do understand one thing. Ronald Reagan once said, the scariest thing that can happen to anybody is you get a knock on the door and when you open it, it's someone on the other side saying, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Like they say, first world problems. Sometimes it's legitimate. If you drop your iPhone in the toilet, first world problems. You know, you can't play your video games or whatever. But just because we have running water and teeth doesn't mean we don't have, like, yeah, first of all, like, we're essentially a working slave class. We are. You're working for someone else's profit, and you, by the time you're done, will not really even have understood that you have worked your your whole life away at someone else's expense. And Lord forbid you get sick. Lord forbid that, but go back to the slave shit. Kept pacified by thousands of channels and spinning rims and fucking video games, so we don't realize the gap between rich and poor is getting insurmountable. And the bankers have taken everything and stolen all our resources, and the world is being taken apart so rich people can get richer, and they're telling us that every time we fight back, we're going to lose what we have. So Are we going to lose what we have if we disagree with people who think that they should run a country that is for the people, by the people? I mean, have we all forgotten what this country was built on? We were 
from how I understood it, the country was put together to get away from what it is exactly right now is happening. So first world problems, but let me tell you this, I'd rather fight a lion than the bank, because mm. at least when you're done fighting a lion, you're either dead or wearing a lion. But the bank <laughs> will systematically dry fist you in the ass for 35 years for everything you thought you were buying until you finally get sick and need cancer medication, have to get a reverse mortgage, and the bank fucking takes it all back again. <sighs> Think about it. If you're at work right now, or if maybe, shit, maybe you got off work, maybe you're on your way to work, but think about it. You work your whole life. You have to work. You have to pay rent. And they, they absorb money out of every single check. Before you get it, they absorb this money out of your motherfucking check. Every single check before you get it. And at the end of this work that you have done for your life, at the end of it, you have a minor amount of money. Hopefully you put some shit to the side, but you have a minor amount of money. You have a low income coverage amount of health care. And if you get sick, all of your contributions to this country are shit down the drain because you didn't make enough money to take care of yourself. You did make enough money, though, for this company to keep operating and for them to take bonuses and kickbacks and trips and all that other shit. But you did not make enough money for you to survive. Oh, no, 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 no. We didn't absorb any money for that. We didn't even absorb enough money to bury you. That's on your family. At no point during a fight with a lion does a lion go, you know, if you're interested in other lion fighting services, I can have a different lion come over and offer you shit you don't need for the rest of your life. Sure, you're missing an arm, but you own your own hut. Like they say, first world problems. Sometimes you gotta think about things. And then sometimes it's just easier not to think about a lot of things. I've been on Instagram dropping reels about the shit, the reality, the the the, the ridiculousness that is going on in front of our children at school. And to me, it's scarier than ever. Because now, the new trend has become some of the weirdest shit that I've ever seen before in my life. You've got, you've got politicians. You've got these motherfucking politicians once again using language that I find not only scary but very very alarming and right now as i look for the clip it looks like i cannot find it but i will find it and i will remind you that you need to listen to people's vocabulary and what it is that they are saying and how it is that they are presenting it there is the white house correspondent lady beautiful young black woman they caught her outside of some kind of gala or something like that. All I can know is I can see side titty. That's what I do know. And she was sitting there talking and she said something about the kids being all of our kids. Hold on, bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? Then I saw another clip with Biden saying that. All of the kids are our kids. Then I saw another clip with Kamala saying that the kids are our ours. What the fuck are you talking about? My kids are my kids. 
I'm responsible for them motherfuckers until they hit a certain age. And them kids who live next door, that's them motherfucking people's kids. I don't want them kids at my house. I'm not responsible for giving them kids toasts or Pop-Tarts. I will because I'm nice, but I'm not obligated to take care of them. Wait a minute. Why are you guys even talking of even talking about other people's kids? Huh? Federal judge has just ordered Pennsylvania school district to allow after school Satan club. After oh my God, we ain't going there on this pot. It's, it's Friday. It really is Friday. And that shit really is happening. I mean, depending on how open you are to, to exactly what it is you want your kids to be around. I mean, you might be okay with your kid being at the after-school Satan club. I don't see any problem with it as long as they're not burning witches at the motherfucking stake. I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. The brainwashing of a complete nation is what I am witnessing in front of me. Free, th free thought, individualism, or even the, the ability or attempt to be able to express oneself. It's non-existent almost anymore within the youth. Everyone wants to be a gangster until they get shot or caught. Everybody thinks that they have the right to treat people any old kind of motherfucking way until somebody shits down their throat. I mean, when in all actuality, the main enemy in your life is going to be the person who is removing resources from your environment. And I promise you, it is not your fellow neighbor. I don't know. I'm getting some serious feedback over here. I don't know what it is. But, um, oh, those are birds. Do you guys hear the birds? I thought that was some shit with my electrical equipment. But yeah, you know, uh, it's funny to me how we've come so far and the only thing it is that most people seem to really truthfully care about is is brazilian butt lifts and in in breast augmentation uh, uh uh lips and hips and some old other stupid shit i mean I, I could say chips and dips but fuck i mean i don't know exactly what to tell you except for if you travel alone and I suggest most women don't travel alone. But if you do, keep your eyes open. It's a dangerous world out there. And I'm not just talking about traveling outside the country or outside the state. I'm talking about traveling within the vicinity of the neighborhood it is that you live in. We have no idea about the demons that lurk in the darkness. So please keep your head on the swivel. But we are about to go to Jamaica for a story that is crazy okay now i'm back in the comfort of my own home thank the lord i got a story to tell about my trip to montego bay tell me okay so i had a work trip to orlando and i'm like hey mother's day weekend's coming up why don't i shoot over to montego bay and lay on the beach and relax for a couple days i hate to tell this lady this but um as a man that was born with a dick that used to be single, most of the time, as a young man, I would often think that um, some ladies just wanted to be talked to, just 
needed to be talked to. And I'm not saying that it's right and that I was always right, but I always tried to be a little bit polite. If you land out on the beach, even if you don't think you're beautiful, baby, I promise you, somebody does. Starla, what y'all thinking already? You went to Jamaica by yourself? Yes, I went to Jamaica by myself. I travel by myself all the time. This, Jamaica's a different beast. Okay, so my husband's not with me. I'm thinking, I don't need to stay at a fancy resort. Let me grab an Airbnb right by the beach. All I really want to do is be a beach bum, chill out. Um, so I grabbed this Airbnb at Montego Bay Club Resort, right on Hipstrip. Okay, so water so blue. I'm in my happy place, drinking margarita. I mean, your girl was eating tacos on the beach. Who don't want to eat tacos and tequila on the beach? Okay, this is when I should have known the first red flag. I'm at Doctor's Cove Beach, right across the street from my Airbnb. I rented one of these little chairs with an umbrella. Went to the bar, came back to the chair. It's a red flag on the back of my chair. So I go to this little spot down the street, get some oxtails and rice, you know, a Jamaican favorite. Go back to my Airbnb. Now five minutes, I'm back at my Airbnb. Boom, 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 boom. So like, Whoa. He's beating on the door. It's no peephole. So I just got real quiet because nobody even knows I'm here and I'm not answering the door. Okay, so a couple hours, it died down. I'm like, maybe they was knocking on the wrong door. So I tried to slide off this little spot right here. Yeah, they swagging and searching. But you ever get the feeling you're being watched? So as I'm leaving this club right here, I'm walking straight out the club. These dudes grab me, like literally grab me as soon as I walk on the street. Like, come on, ma, come on, ma. A police, off-duty police officer is like, no, no, she don't need to go with you, bad man. She don't need to go with you, bad man. So the cop is pulling me back. They looking at the cop laughing. Cops like, no, I'm going to walk you home. I'm going to walk you home. I start walking towards the Airbnb with the cop. They're pulling up next to us. They keep opening the door. They start pulling their ski masks up, pulling them down, yelling stuff in their language. I don't know what they were saying, but essentially I knew it was a wrap. So it was a black car and a van that looked just like it. Scary as shit. <laughs> so we get right in front of my Airbnb. The police is yelling, no bad boy, not tonight, not her. Scared to death, we hop on the elevator. He tells me that it's been a recent surge of women being taken and sold. I get to my room, I shove this couch against the door and I shove this chair against the door and FaceTime my husband immediately. Y'all know I ran to the airport, right? Shit. <clears throat> now I wasn't that kind of guy. Now I gotta, I gotta say that first and foremost, but we do, we should always acknowledge that in order for there to be kind and strong and observant protective men that there has to be a flip side to it there's always a flip side to everything and 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 finding these flip sides can be completely uncomfortable especially when you find out that you know some of the music you grew up to is questionable Tina got a big old butt. Oh, she do got a big old butt. I'll be smacking Tina on the ass all it. I'm sorry. So I'm leaving you. Tina got a big old butt. I know I told you I'd be true. Tina got a big old butt. Hey, Tina. So I'm leaving hey, you. Hey, Tina. Hey, Tina.
I went to the high school about three o'clock to try to catch a cutie, ride my job. Stop. You went to the high school about three o'clock? Nigga, you was awake. My homeboy's G, the system blasting, cold 40 dogs, smiling and laughing, girls all over, the kind I adore, I felt like a kid in a candy store. Stop. He said cold 45, right? Uh, cold, that, that's a drink, right, nigga? Right, nigga? That's, you, you pulled up to the school with drink, uh, uh, and you felt like a kid at the candy store? That's when I seen her. Her name was Brenda. She had the kind of booty that I'd always remember. Stop. What happened to Tina? Tina had a big old butt. I used to smack Tina on her ass. I said to my man, stop the Jeep. She's only 17, but yo don't sleep. Hey, hey, hey! Are you friends with R. Kelly? I kicked the bass like an NFL punter and scoped the booty like a big game hunter. Whoop! You were looking at child ass. That is a child's booty, sir. What's, how different were the laws? I said to the girl, yo, you look tired. Let's go get some rest. Relax by the fire. I put the big booty on the basket rug. She gave me a kiss. I gave her a hug. Ooh, 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 ooh. Hey, hey, hey. Somebody. Anybody. Nigga, everybody. Do nothing. I said to the girl, them young boys ain't nothing. You want to get freaky? Let me kiss your belly button. Hey. Hey, 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 bruh, stop, no. What song is this? I circled it and teased it and made a squeal. Grabbed a pack of bullets and pulled out the steel. When I was through, I wiped the sweat from my eyes. Went to the kitchen and got some sweet potato pies. Okay, so he just fucked a teenager. And then he ate some sweet potato pie. Okay. Yeah. Not funny. Tina busted in my house while I was eating. You know what I said? Too bad you caught me cheating, but Brenda got a big old butt. I know I told you. Okay, so Tina had the big old butt, but not no more, so he was leaving her. He went to the school with some drink and was scoping out some some young hot bitches, some young hot minors, might I add to you. He was scoping out minors. He found one named Brenda. He gave Brenda a hug. He uh, pulled out the steel and uh, uh, covered it with the bullet and uh, wiped the sweat from his brow and ate some fucking pie and then told Tina that he's not fucking with her because he has Brenda. I mean, rap music, it never lets you down. I mean, it just, it, it, it doesn't. I mean, and I wouldn't be right if I didn't leave the fellas just a, just a teeny tiny bit of advice. If you're out there dating and you're out there in the field, here are a couple things that you might need to look for, fellas. If you don't want to transgender, be careful. What about this? Look at the throat. The throat? Look, at, look at the throat. Look for that, uh, what's that called? Adam's apple. Hey, does Adam really have an apple? Wait a minute. Adam, Eve, apple, huh. Okay. Um, look at them big manly ass hands. Hey, that's a strong lady. She can bench 250. The hands. And them big ass feet. Ooh, she got on some J's too. We wear the same size. That's how you know the. Hey, Jimmy, come here, come here. That's a dude. That's a dude. I know, we gotta tell that guy. Ooh, 
Oh no, I didn't know this happened. Yes, he's dead ass serious. If you don't want to transgender, be Wow, wow, wow. I mean, hey. Hey, whatever floats your boat, my guys and gals and you other motherfuckers. But if you're out there looking for a straight 100% organic woman, those are a couple of things you could look for. Then again, then again, that is not to say that that is a definite determination on who it is that you are dating will confirm that that is what it what you are out to seek. So I advise for you to look at their motherfucking state issue ID. Look at their state issued ID if you out there dating. Hey, better you than me. All right, better you than me. And also. Let's just say you go out of town. Or, hey, maybe you'll even leave the country and meet you a bad one. Pay attention. All my homies out there, before you go to DR, learn your Spanish, bro. <laughs> I go out there, little, little bad little mommy. Dominican joint. Ooh, shit. She all on me, showing me love, so I take her to the, the little hotel joint. <laughs> hey, hey. Why are you crying, bruh? And we in there, so we get in there rocking. We start getting crazy. I take her in the room. Is it a dude? One thing lead the next, I start hitting it from the back. Oh, is it a dude? <laughs> I'm hitting it from the back, and she like, I. She like, I some chicha. Oh, some chicha. She called you another nigga's name. Some chicha. I just me or some chicha. <laughs> So I call my mans, bro, back in back in the Bronx, New York. I'm like, yo, bro, they show me love out here, bro. You gotta come out here, bro. They show you love, bro. I came back, bro. She in the room with my other man. Oh. <laughs> Talking about poppy, I use me, yo, Longaniza. I mean, long me. <gasps> I'm like, why she saying that thing? She said she called me one thing. She called him something else. Are you darker than him? Bro, I go on Google Translator, bro. Sanchicha was a little thing in the can, in the blue can. Yeah, an assassin in America. Longanisa is like three feet long. Whoa, bruh. Nigga like, wow. Oh, my homie. You know, I just thought of something. Before I get out of here, I got one question that I want to publicly ask. When you, when I hear this, and since you've just heard it with me, don't you kind of think that with all of this reinventing oneself, that they would finally find a fucking penis extension measure for these guys? I mean, we could, we could, we could create brand new dicks. Why can't they extend the dick that you already got? 
I mean, I, uh, maybe it's just me. I'm a, hey, hey, you guys already know. I'm a motherfucking idiot, okay? I just, just, I'm thinking to myself the applications that could be learnt from all of this new shit that we're doing with the human body. Why is it that we have not ever, ever completed this task? Why has it never not been accomplished for the regular man? I think that's why a lot of guys are, uh, you know, um, all right, I won't say it. I won't say it. Let me shut up. All right. At this point of the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you would pull out your phones. Can your boy get the five star rating? It helps me propel this podcast to where it needs to be. Like, rate, subscribe and share. All of those things matter and they're free and it helps me. So I'd greatly appreciate it if you do that. Every single one of these podcasts is recorded in one sitting. I do not re-record. I don't edit. I don't do any of that shit. All of this shit is live uh, in one sitting. All genuine reactions to videos being played. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Do not hurt nobody in the process. That is all that I can ask of people. Do not turn into a redistribution service of hurt and pain. And last, definitely not least... Every single one of these podcasts is dedicated to the life, love, legacy, and memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. And I'm still searching for you, baby. Paige is missing the podcast. It, it, it's, yeah, it's coming soon. Stay abreast. My name is Justice, and this is my peace. <laughs>